Good afternoon and welcome to the froggy-throated uh, Susan Harmon experience. She here on Alternative Talk Radio, KKNW. And um, before I chit-chat with uh, my pal Eric, hey Eric. Good um, afternoon. I want to let you know that happy we have... Happy Froggy Friday. Happy Froggy Happy Froggy Friday. Froggy Friday. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's in the low to mid-70s here in Arizona this week, so what can I say? Um, I am very pleased and delighted to welcome back a friend of mine who has been on the show be- previously and has been a friend of this show for a number of years, uh, Michelle Sherman of the Vast Institute and my friend. How are you doing, dear? Oh, really well today, Susan. Uh, I have to say it's a gray day in Seattle, but I know there's sunshine behind those clouds. So I, uh, <clears throat> sunshine comes from inside, right, Susan? Always yeah. does that. Pleasure That's to be so with you today. Awesome. Talk to about good things. Today. Uh, yeah, I, we're going to talk about good things, and then we're also going to talk about uh, Mitch McConnell. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> so some not-so-good things. So some not-so-good things. You know, it was very interesting because I have a friend in Kentucky um, who, who, yeah, you have a friend? Yes, I do. I have a friend in Kentucky who um, is a union man. Um, and uh, it's very, very interesting on how, you know, Lexington and Louisville do not support McConnell, but it's out in the uh, outlying, you know, the counties that are doing it. And again, it's another state where they have gerrymandered and, you know, um, so so that people don't have to, have to actually, people in office don't have to actually represent the actual population what they what they do is represent the people that pay them and uh, there are many many states that that takes place you can look uh in austin texas austin is one of the most uh forward progressive areas and yet they're represented by a uh ultra conservative right because of gerrymandering mm-hmm. And that is not the way I know everybody, well, Texas, you know, got to expect, but Texas did not used to be like that. Why, well, when I lived in Texas, <laughs> and, I mean, we had the Secretary of Agriculture at that time in Texas was trying to get the large farms to use ladybugs and not poisons. So, do you know what I mean? That was progressive, and that was quite some years ago, a few decades back. Um, but then we had all them Yankees move down there, and that changed everything. And the Republican Party. I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> well, you don't because you're a youngster and you don't know. <laughs> anyway, the point being that the Republican Party, you used to, if nothing else, you could always count on them for fiscal responsibility, right? That uh, well, at least that was their slogan. That was their brand. Yeah. I, yeah, that I don't was, know that they've ever time. in my lifetime lived up to that, but that was the that's what they sold themselves as for sure. You know, it's interesting to me, too, because we were just talking about like, you know, I'm thinking about the turn of the century and that's been 20 years. Yeah. Mm. And so it's gone pretty rapidly the past 20 years. But the reason I bring that up is I've looked back on some of the history things I've studied. And, you know, the Nazi party wasn't the fascist party it became prior to Hitler and his group. 
Uh, it was overtaken like the Republican Party has been overtaken. And if you uh, look at the evangelicals, uh, you think, well, how can they support Trump with, you know, his record on sexuality, yeah. you know, and all this sort of thing. And the reason is they want Armageddon. They want Armageddon because they are of the belief that they will be the ones who will ascend into the heavens when Armageddon comes. And uh, the rest of us sinners, that would include everybody on this show right now, <laughs> uh, you know, we are going to be burning in hell. Speak for uh, yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not of that school. I'm saying that. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. But... Yeah. Uh, I like it hot, baby. <laughs> Clearly, being in Arizona, it, you sound a little bit far away. I'm not sure if you adjusted your, your uh, mic or whatever, but I, uh, I, you, you know were what I did? A little better. Before. Does that sound better? It does, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I got up and moved a little further away from the mat. <laughs> okay, this is falls under TMI, but. <laughs> Okay, well, we don't have to go there then. Let's just get back to hell then, I guess. You know, just just taking the little pollen parts off of my vase of lilies here on the table. Okay, fair enough. Okay, all right, so, and they smell so good. So we're we're roasting in hell. That's where you left off. We're zipping and we're sliding. Um, So... The the, uh, Nazi party wasn't the fascist party that we is all we know about it. They are a bunch of Nazis, right? right? Well, at some point, they're going to be saying, yeah, you're a bunch of Republicans. Um, right. You, do, you not, do you understand what I'm saying? It, Susan? It, it got overtaken, yeah. May I say something? Because I, I really guest, appreciate that. <laughs> no, I just, it, is that what I hear you saying absolutely is what's going on. And folks are just not understanding that people are seeing the world in very different ways. And there are people who really are that frightened that they would hurt people for no reason. And well, that's it that's right what, there. That's you what, it up a fear. Fear, right, fear-based right. decisions will never get you the results you want. I, for, for over six years that I've been doing this show, I've said it time and time again. Any decision you make based in fear will never get you the results you want. Absolutely. It, it just can't happen. It's impossible. And uh, fear is, is uh, I mean, even with uh, like a tarantula or a snake, oh, don't, don't be afraid. Uh, frankly, a rattlesnake, for instance, is more scared of you than you are of it. The only time it's going to strike in a crazy way is if it's shedding its skin, it can't see, and it'll strike at any shadow to protect itself. But it wants to get away from you. <laughs> it does, uh, you know, a scorpion. Scorpions don't run up and sting you. They want to get away from you. <laughs> so, you know, there are these things that people like, oh, kill it. That's the first response to anything uh, is to kill it. And uh, if you're afraid, then kill it. And I am so, um, this is what, how many trials, how many impeachments have we had? Not not a presidential impeachment, so the full total of, this is the fourth on that. Uh, but uh, impeachments in general, I think there have been like 13 or something. It, it hasn't been a huge number. I'm pretty sure it's under 20. Does anybody recall the number of impeachments? There, there, this is the third. No, this is the fourth presidential the fourth? 
Oh, a presidential. Excuse me, I misunderstood the question. But there are other other well, uh, third third actual impeachment. Now Nixon oh, right, wasn't actually because impeached. Nixon because Nixon wasn't impeached sure. because he resigned because yeah, he. Yeah, but this is the fourth time we've gone through the process, or at yes, least started the process. Started the process, yeah. and and also Nixon, even though I disagreed with him on many many things, was an intelligent man. And Republicans. He knew when he was beaten. <laughs> he knew when he was beaten. He knew when he was beaten. And Republicans went to him and said, look, for the good of the nation, go ahead and resign because it's just going to drag everything through the mud and you're not going to win. Yeah. And and he uh, he was intelligent. He's not a, a narcissist. He wasn't a narcissist. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump is an extreme narcissist. Yes. And he will go after anyone he deems as uh, being against him. I mean, I just saw a an interview with, um, oh, God, what's her name that was on Fox News, and they did a movie of her. Um, Are you talking about Megyn Kelly? Thank you. Megyn Kelly. Um, and saw this interview that she did on on what he, uh, how he threatened her. I mean, he 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 went after her. Oh, after uh, she she dared to a- ask a question in the debate about his treatment of women. Mm-hmm. So then he, he just proved her point. <laughs> that yeah, he, exactly. He yeah, said some by, pretty vile stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm not going into that because it doesn't deserve to be gone into. No. But when you turn around, and, and we know that people, when they say, well, you know, fair and, and impartial, we know that uh, you, you, you're fair and impartial, but when you've been looking at the evidence, and this is what you do, then you've got people, they're not supposed to have their phones in there, but yes, they do. Uh, you've got the, what's that, Senator Blackburn, I think her name is, from Tennessee, and she's in there tweeting the most ridiculous things. Uh, it's amazing to me. Well, it isn't. I see how it happens. I see how people get elected when you, A, gerrymander, then you, B, suppress people's vote, you know, and C, when you, you know, throw people off of the voting rolls, they don't even know they've been thrown off, and they get, they get a, um, what is it, a provisional ballot, but it's really a placebo ballot, because if you're not on the voter rolls, they don't count the ballot. That's what they, you, you think you voted, but you didn't vote. Because you're not on the voter roll. And and most people don't understand that. Well, I, I you know, I went ahead and, and did a provisional ballot, but God, it was such a mess. Well, your vote, it's a placebo. You didn't vote. You just thought thought you did. <clears throat> so there we have so many ways that we have rigged the elections. And in China, if you're listening, we'd like you to do this too. Well, that's what he did about about Hillary Clinton's emails. And I don't know if any of you listened to to Schiff this morning, but I'm telling you that speech mm-hmm. was um, the end of it, that truth matters, that 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 being right matters. And if we don't believe that anymore, if we don't believe that counts, we've lost, we're lost. Right. And this isn't an ordinary impeachment. Okay, we impeached Bill Clinton because he lied about having sex, which there's sex and then there's sex. And we don't have to go into a lot of details on that. Yeah. But, you know, we can just say it, it, it wasn't the high crimes and misdemeanors that we're actually talking about with this impeachment. Correct. Yes. So of the of the three people 
that have been in, in this position in three different ways. Uh, Andrew Johnson we're not going to go into because that's way too far back. Uh, but <clears throat> Nixon resigned. Clinton lied about about having sex because it was embarrassing. Sure. He was trying but to it's, protect it's not a Yeah, and lying is a crime. If you're but under he did, oath. Because you're under oath, right. Yeah. And, 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 but it's not, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's not a good crime, but are there good crimes? Right. Anyway, he, um, that was because he was embarrassed. And he right. should have just said, you know what? My private life is my business, and I don't want to discuss it. And let's not just, not to relitigate that too much, but let's not forget that the whole investigation and the impeachment itself was not predicated on let's investigate Bill Clinton's sex life. It was all about Whitewater and all this stuff that was completely debunked and they found no evidence of any of this stuff, but they caught him in this one little thing that he, you know, bending the truth <laughs> to Correct. avoid and, embarrassment for the country and its family. Right. And which is interesting with that is that Ken Starr, who was the, uh, you know, led the investigation right. on Whitewater and dug and dug and couldn't find anything, is one of uh, Donald Trump's attorneys. Yeah. He has some real sleazeball attorneys, and it just amazes me. I mean, when you look at 53 senators voted over and over again to uh, not allow witnesses, and this is the only impeachment in the history of impeachments in the United States of America where there have been no witnesses. Mm-hmm. So 53 senators. What's amazing to me is that 72% of Americans want to see witnesses with firsthand knowledge. And guess what? 69% of Republicans agree with that. Hmm. That's, that's an overwhelming number of Republicans yeah. agree with that. And yet these people don't care. Their loyalty is to a man, not to the Constitution, not to our country. Anyone who hasn't heard Schiff's speech, I was going to you know, say some of it, but I can't find where I put it. Well, Adam, I had it on- Adam Schiff has done an amazing job of uh, And they've attacked the him unmercifully. Yeah, but yeah. if you just listen, I mean, if you if you watch mm-hmm. any of the impeachment hearings mm-hmm. uh, in the House or now in the Senate, he has just done such a fantastic job of just laying this out rebutting all the lies and just laying it out as clearly as you could possibly hope for. He He's done an incredible job. My hat's off to him. Yes, he has. And, uh, and you know, the thing, the lies that they believe through, uh, you know, Fox News and all are just um, overwhelmingly crazy. Uh and you have to wonder how much they're doing. Now, Mitch McConnell has been protected for a very, very long, very long time. Uh, they had a story on him several times came up. I think the last time was 2013, uh, in 2007, 2008, and prior to that, that in 1967, yes, we know, that's some, quite some time ago, uh, but he got out of the Army supposedly, and there's references to a court-martial 
but it's very vague. Go, all you have to do is uh, Google uh, Mitch McConnell court-martial to uh, get uh, information on that. But this was these were sodomy charges. And I always love it when they point out, well, the guy is married and has children. Yeah, well, every closeted gay guy is married and has children. Hmm. I mean, it's just, well, not everyone. Well, sodomy so, is a pretty, pretty broad term. Yeah. It can be interpreted well, in several different ways. Well, I'm, we, we could discuss that further, but I, I think it but might we be really don't inappropriate. Need to. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, use your imagination. Sure. Um, but the records have been hidden, whereas when they went and looked for other people's records, they said, well, we couldn't get anything on anyone born before uh, 1963 or whatever it was. Well, the other people that they were looking at were born in 43 and 47, and do you know what I mean? And they found theirs. Mm -hmm. But M Mitch McConnell, it's very interesting to me how he's been protected for so long in so many ways. And the amount of corruption, that's why in Kentucky they call him, well, in other places too, but it's big there, Moscow Mitch. So you have to look to see how, uh, how much the impact of the Russian government is having on our country. And that shift points this out with China. Well, would he... What, what would he do to get a better deal? What would Trump do to get a better deal for himself personally? Uh, give them a, a hand up in a, in a trade deal? Well, yeah, he would do that if it would help him personally. Of course. But hurt our country. I mean, that's... We, we've just seen that with the Ukraine. That's correct. Yeah. And you look at how intense when the president of the Ukraine... and. If anyone looked at them when they actually had the meeting, the, the president of the Ukraine's face during when they're sitting there, you know, a, a picture is worth a thousand words, right? Uh, what they had to do. Here, here's what a lot of people are missing. Ukraine is our ally against Russia. Uh -huh. There's but an ongo Trump ongoing, ongoing war. Russia. Yep. Right. There's an ongoing war. But Trump would rather protect Russia than the person, the, than the country that is fighting them on our behalf. In actuality, because the Russian expansion—I mean, Putin wants nothing more than to have the Soviet Union back with him, the head of it. So. If you can, and, and ours is not the only election that Putin is meddling in. So when you turn around and you have these senators, when the vast majority of Americans want a trial with witnesses, they want to, let, let's hear what they have to say. If you're telling the truth, and these are your men, your people in your administration, don't you want them to speak for you? Why would you not want them to speak? And how American is that? I mean, is that does that go along with our idea of who we are? No, it doesn't. So again, uh, you have to look at motivation because you think, well, how can evangelicals support Trump with with all of his lying and with all, all of this? Uh, well, one of the thing, one of the there's two reasons. One, they the one thing they <laughs> They hate immigrants. They don't like they don't like immigrants. Okay, they feel very threatened by that. 
If you hate something, it's because you're afraid. And what you're afraid of, you attack. That's one. And the other is they want Armageddon. So, you know, you have to understand each. He is. Trump is not intelligent in the way we think of intelligence, but he's wily. He, he, his whole focus is on getting what he wants. And he does whatever it takes to do that. And that is, is what is frightening about him being the president of the United States. And to say, oh, you just want to overturn the election. Uh, no. No. Especially when you consider three million more people voted for uh, Clinton than they vote. And a lot of people couldn't stomach Clinton. But they voted for her over him. And a lot of people didn't go to the polls because they couldn't stomach either one of them. And that worries me. Because if you keep people from the polls, then you take away their voices. Uh, we have to start as citizens way before they present us who to vote for. We have to get involved in who should be a person up there that we can vote for. So uh, pay attention to this. The chances of him getting convicted are pretty slim right now. They would need four senators, and it could happen. It, it could happen, right? Sure. You anything's possible. <laughs> anything to see, that's exactly what Yeah, anything's possible. What do you think, Michelle? I, um, I think that this is something that people have been preparing for for a long time um, and realized that eventually we were going to have to face the fact that we were doing things um, unsustainably in, in yes. so many ways and that um, many people have benefited from that lack of sustainability, whether it's with human beings or with water or air, and that this is just um, the opportunity to see how people are so um, brainwashed into believing that we can't create heaven on earth right here in front of us, that they might not fully appreciate how that's part of creating heaven everywhere. So, so You're absolutely uh, right. It you know just, what I mean? Like, like I, and, and I so appreciate you bringing all of this up because Eric and Susan, you, you have, I know both of you have such love and compassion for all different types of people. And, and why are we at this place? Well, we're at this place because there are people who understand how to exploit folks who might not fully understand all of their options and um, this because well, a lot of people feel like Armageddon the options, yeah. The Armageddon perspective um, that it really saddens me because believing that there's some reason to do good here, well, doing it here and doing it in heaven, it's like to me, you know, kindness and goodness. That's the whole thing. That's what that's what all of the at the center of all religions. They talk about unity and working together and and loving people and and we've come so far because um, all of these unsustainable systems have had to compromise. Uh, people along the way to continue <laughs> and right. uh, you know so so I think that we're in the process of sorting out what's worth paying attention to and what's not what's worth paying attention to and what's not worth paying attention to yeah and uh, most assuredly feeling um, as if we do have options and we can make positive changes what I do matters that's that's what we believe so I believe that no, I totally agree with you. And, and Adam Schiff saying right matters. 
Yes, um, absolutely. The thing is, when when I'm listening to how you're laying it out, I understand. And what we do, um, what what I really appreciate with the Vast Institute is, um, we talk about authenticity, and we talk about um, how if people knew how amazing they really are, and what their options really are, and how to go about like creating things that perhaps right. are not available to them. We everybody I've ever met, Susan, who has been um, uh, faltering or suffering or participating in things that we're talking about right here, right now is doing that because they lacked not goodness. They lacked imagination. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, it, you know, it's like, this is good and this is bad or, or insignificant. Right. Right. They, they don't really have grounded truth to them i mean truth of course you know and facts are, are, are one aspect of it they're a tiny piece of it but there's an underlying thing with that 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 uh, supersedes it that says you know you know it when you feel it it's like someone said well I, oh yes yeah the that truth your tuning fork you know and and our and one of the things that we do um i'm really appreciate um there's a gentleman, Dr. David Hawkins, and he's one of one of the people that I very much appreciate. He calibrated consciousness, Susan, and um, he talked about how um, when you cert- when you get to a certain level of understanding the world and seeing the good in the world, you're able to really contribute to the good. But if you're yes. so frightened and unable and confused and misguided and mixed messaged to the hilt. <laughs> And told if you believe this, there's some value and worthwhile, you know, being valuable and worthwhile. Each of us is magnificent, but sometimes people are not always shown that they are valuable and worthwhile. And so they seek, they seek solutions that are um, not necessarily truthful. They're based on exploiting the fact that people are looking for, for something more sustainable, more enjoyable, more nourishing, more authentic. You know, I'm an optimist, and I have to say, when you spend time with most people and you get to know them and you can find something wonderful together, everything else shifts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're going to take a uh, short break here. Um, we've got some messages that you're going to find delightful to hear. And uh, then we're going to come back and Michelle Sherman of the Vast Institute is going to talk to us about some upcoming Vast events and how Vast, just as she was discussing a minute ago, the consciousness of we we raising, I don't even like the word raising, but expanding is more like the way I said, expanding our consciousness, you know, and understanding and having our our conscious mind and our unconscious mind communicating within ourselves, and then we're better able to communicate with other people with whom we are connected in this network of light called humanity. Mm -hmm. Um, So stay tuned for more exciting and fun discourse with Michelle Sherman and Susan Harmon on the Susan Harmon Experience Alternative Talk Radio. Stay tuned. 
Are you ready to take your healing mastery to the next level? The VAST Institute Masterpiece of Humanity Certification Program will develop your personal and professional toolkit while enriching your approach to life, taking both you and your clients to the next level. Enrollment is now open for our March 20th program. Mention this ad for a professional courtesy discount. If you're an original thinker looking to significantly amplify your presence and influence for good, apply today at vastinstitute.com or call 206-935-7872. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed Christopher Renstrom, astrologer extraordinaire, with a little something-something for all the sun signs. On Saturday, Lauren Archer, Puget Sound hypnotherapist, talks about using your innate wisdom to make 2020 your best year ever. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Susan Harmon is offering her skills as an intuitive counselor, medium, and energy healer via phone or Skype with her audience at a reduced rate of $40 for the first half hour. Susan listens to your guidance and gives what is needed for you in the present moment. Email susan at susanharmon.com and put I love the Susan Harmon hour in the subject line. This is a limited time offer, so set up your appointment by emailing susan at susanharmon.com today. In March 2016, Melinda Rabine received the Right Now Today Humanitarian Award for her work on a film about domestic violence called Asylum, which was also awarded Best Narrative Short at the 2018 Cinema on the Bayou Film Festival. Now she's turned her talents to making a new documentary, Stories of Us, Camp Second Chance. In the process, she embedded herself in the camp during the snows of winter, spending Christmas there and returning for numerous visits since. Rabide shows the beauty and humanity of the homeless residents and builds a bridge of compassion in this compelling look at the common threads that bind us all. Interested in knowing more? Contact Melinda Rabine. Email melindarabine at gmail.com. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. Oh, yes. Welcome back to Susan Harmon Experience. She, Michelle uh, yes. Sherman from Vast Institute, has drummed with me and sang with me and danced with me mm-hmm. We and laughed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I very much appreciate um, the fact that you are tuned in and uh, an example of authenticity. And I really, I, Susan, you... You come with a full heart and a lot of beautiful energy, <laughs> really, to whatever you do. So uh, it's a pleasure to be here uh, and, and support the Susan Harmon experience and be part of it. Well, thank you. It's, uh, it's, it's really good to have you here. And, you know, I, I want to mention this now and then we're going to get into some, some other stuff. But I, w- I want to, to mention, uh, mention this now to let you know that uh, we uh, on the Susan Harmon Experience here are starting a new once a month segment. It'll begin next week uh, called A Taste of Original Thinking. And that segment is Michelle Sherman explaining bounding on marvelous things darling yes <laughs> very excited about that and having the opportunity to talk about some of our best hits from the vast institute with your with your listeners and uh, and share all of the all the juicy tidbits of like okay if i only knew this 
when I was 12 or if I only knew this, <laughs> if I only knew this my whole life, this, this simple thing would make all the difference. So we're going to be talking about some of those. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Right. I just well, <laughs> you know, the thing is, Susan, what, what, we, what I've discovered after all these years is that most people really, truly are magnificent. And we yes. call that masterpieces of humanity, but they lack certain skills, whether it's uh, interpersonal or, or communications or leadership or boundary or even finance. I mean, people are able to really navigate things so much smoother when they have the right skill set. And we've had the honor of learning what that is and helping people achieve that so they can be authentic and in sharing some of the simple and elegant ways to um, feel more comfortable with who you are, I'm very excited um, about being part of the Susan Harmon experience and being able to, you know, say, hey, these simple things really help, you know, and because we're busy. <laughs> we are. And so, you know, I, I, I usually do this at the end of the show, but um, I, and I may do it again anyway, but Cheryl Hopkins is our resident astrologer. Yes. So she does her 15 uh, uh, minute segment. Well, it's usually supposed to, supposedly a five minute segment, it's, but we usually go over. Anyway, so she's going to she's gonna uh, do it live. I'm not really stringent here, folks, on how we do things. I'm kind of like, okay, well, as long as we start on time and end on time, I'm good, you know. But um, she's going to do, there's so much uh, happening astrologically. And today is the new moon. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, beginning uh, this with uh, Michelle today is a very powerful way for us to uh, set this into motion. So we'll have the whole astrological report for for February uh, next week. And we'll have uh, Michelle's monthly uh, report uh, next week. And uh, there will be some surprises too, I know, because every day there are surprises. But this is 2020, folks. <laughs> and uh, that means seeing with clear vision, 2020 vision. And uh, it's a very, very powerful time. And I've been sharing this with people saying the energies are so strong right now that you will either ride them whew, right into your future happening now. Or they'll run right over the top of you. So you have a choice on how you want to receive them. And I suggest that you receive them in love and light and go with them and let them support you and carry you uh, into who you truly are. And I really think that the Vast Institute is an instrument that can help so many people in so many ways. Oh, Susan, I'm blushing. Thank you, sweetie. I really appreciate that. Um I have to say that what we what we do is a little bit different at the Vast Institute. We um, have a well, the first thing I'd like to just share is what who is interested in the work that we do. Um, we do work with people who are looking to restore themselves to wholeness instead of perfection. We um, really appreciate people who are looking for gentle, uh, right use of personal power. It's a different uh, paradigm of personal power and leadership and being visible in the world. Um, we most certainly want to work with folks who, or we have a Masterpiece of Humanity program that is coming up in uh, March, and that's specially formulated to, you know, to share with healers and visionaries um, 
a toolkit to support themselves and others. Um, we do alchemical healing. We do consciousness studies, optimism studies, healthy, healthy relationships. And this all came out of 30 years of sitting with amazing people and just seeing what we all needed to learn in order to get out of our own way. I think that's fantastic. If somebody wanted to participate in one of your studies, how would they go about doing that? Well, we have um, uh, our website, uh, www.vastinstitute.com. There's a newsletter, and it we have four pillars, um, a curriculum for personal growth and development, a curriculum for professional growth and development, and then the masterpiece of humanity for healers and visionaries and folks who really want to um, shift consciousness and are ready to be part of a gentle solution. That's, uh, that is amazing. And um, I'd like to know more about Masterpiece of Humanity because that just fascinates me. Well, thank you. It, I, I, like, in 1986, I did a class with um, Randy and Way Jane, back. Uh, yeah, before... <laughs> Before, yes, when you were a twinkle in someone's eyes, Susan. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and and I so... Was, I was in Santa Fe for harmonic conversions. In oh, I was here in Seattle. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, but it, back in 86, I did a class with um, Randy and Judy Ravel of Context, beautiful people. And he said, what is your stand in life? What is your stand? And I said, my stand is to be a masterpiece of humanity. And what I meant was to be be an example and to inspire nobility and to to bring out the best in myself and others, you know, so that we could together create something really wonderful. <laughs> so I had that kind of idea. And after um, looking at how uh, to really share um, what we've learned at the Vast Institute over these years, uh, I named the uh, train the trainer course Masterpiece of Humanity because I want to have people uh, participate in with full hearts, knowing that there are gentle ways to heal the planet. Uh, there are ways of sending, uh, being an example. And in being an example, you are really, truly creating influence and doing it intentionally, Susan, through mm -hmm. optimism and consciousness and, um, and authenticity. We yes. have so much fun. And, and it's such an enriching and nourishing approach to improving your life and the planet. I think that's uh, really important. You know, I was thinking about this this past Monday. Most people saw as oh, a three day weekend, and instead of understanding that Martin Luther King, we honor him not uh, in terms of civil rights alone. That was that was one one aspect of it, but he believed in peace. And one of my favorite quotes of him, besides the "I Have a Dream" speech, which always gives you shivers, but is the is the fact that he that he said it is not the actions of the evil of the bad people that we will come to regret, regret, but the lack of, of, uh, doing anything. And I'm not quoting this correctly, but the lack of, of, of action by the good people that we will come to regret. And I really feel that this is, we're at that, at, at a place for that now where, where if you see something that, uh, it's cruel or wrong, you need to stand up as gently and as kindly as possible 
and uh, interact in that situation. And Susan, the thing about this type of power, we talk about power or you talk about truth. You know, we, we we're talking about gerrymandering earlier, listening uh, to, to your and Eric's um, insights. I was really touched by the fact that what you were saying is, hey, nobody likes someone who cheats. That's it. You don't mind losing. You don't you like cheaters. Lose. It doesn't matter who they are, and they're all over the place. Exactly. If you allow that behavior to be okay. Right. So we, you know, so you have a personal code of conduct, but we we are trained away from knowing who we are, not because we're bad or silly. We're trained away because you can really much more, uh, you know, you can definitely control people if they're ashamed of themselves or if they're uh, frightened. And, and that's where Vast Institute comes in because if, when you expand and you work with people expanding their consciousness and they love themselves, if I, and I do, I love myself. I think I'm wonderful. I, I really do. And I'm, I'm not saying that being snarky or sarcastic or anything. I truly love myself. Mm-hmm. And I, how can I possibly love Michelle if I don't love Susan? Right. But you see, the thing is, we always blame ourselves first. So all of the people that have ever sat in my office, the beautiful, smart, capable people who wanted to who wanted a better life for themselves and the people they worked with, their families, their companies, uh, they basically were like, what's wrong with me? I should be able to figure this out. I'm so darn smart. I know stuff and I want to do well. And it has nothing to do with knowledge. Well, it has to do with understanding that when you're in the middle of it, sometimes it's hard to see. Like, I can't see the earring on my ear, but it's there. So sometimes what you need is perspective as well as skill. And I see people go for the skill and the skill and the skill, but they're still not able to understand how to be comfortable with their vantage point in the world, in the universe. Like, where, where, where are they? Where, what is so special and precious about them? We very rarely stop to identify Um, you are intuitively, you know, and able to do that. Not everybody can. So really, sometimes we have to stop and intentionally identify what we have to work with as this human being. You know, the Vast Institute helps with that, Susan. Yeah, I, I totally, I totally agree with you, Michelle. I mean, I did not know till I was in my 40s that I had been a gifted child. Ah, really? Okay. Yeah, because I I didn't understand. I talked to somebody else just recently who had the same experience. He he had the same experience when he was growing up as I did because it was so easy for me. I did not realize that what was so easy for me in school, like I graduated as valedictorian 16 points ahead of the next kid. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yes, I just, I, I'm not surprised. You know, I just <laughs> didn't understand why it just was so easy. I got grown and I realized that I had this set, this skill set. It wasn't like, oh, I was a gifted child. Aren't I special? It was like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a gift. Right. And the thing is, Susan, people suffer because they don't know how to become uh, facile or they don't know how to use their gifts, their talents, and their abilities to create a, a, a quality of life that, at vast, we say, honors, nourishes, and delights them. And by that, that I don't delights, mean... Delights, that's so important. Right, delights them. Of and, delight, yeah. 
Del oh, yes. And of course, illumination is an important part. And by illumination, we believe in goodness uh, as, you know, anything, kindness and goodness is illumination. Uh, and there's much more to it. But when things can be in, in uh, when situations and business and relationships and, and creating your next great accomplishment can be infused intentionally with um, other types of um, inspired and up encouraging and nourishing ideas and thinking, that's the original thinking, the taste of original thinking, yay! yay um, there you go. Uh, and that's also the name of our newsletter, Original Thinking, uh, is that you most assuredly start creating outcomes you never thought were pro previously possible. So you create things that, as we call it, uh, that are beyond your imagination, not because you lack it as much as when you're finally comfortable with who you are. It's a platform to create outcomes that are so much more um, enjoyable and in alignment with, first talk about sustainability, with sustainability for who you are as a magnificent example of, you know, human being. We're whole, not perfect. <laughs> So yeah, I totally yeah. I, hold on, you you can tell like I that. love this. Yeah, I like. That. I love to share yeah. this. I love to see people's faces. No, you just get you relax. light up. You get excited, <laughs> and that's when when people have passion, they're invested in it. They they they. It's it's important. I don't think anyone should be doing anything they don't have passion for. I really don't. I, it annoys me. Uh, you know. I mean. And I'm and I'm gonna say, well, there's some things you can't have passion passion for, like uh, how could a bookkeeper have passion? Well, if you really love numbers, you know, and oh, making absolutely. everything balanced, well, then yeah, you can have passion for something as boring as bookkeeping. But you know, I mean, some of us are more artistic. Than right, that. but but, but the, thing is, the thing is, Susan, what you're saying is everybody has a right to be like the hero of their own story and to see themselves as magnificent. And we're not taught how to do that. The Vast Institute shows people how to, in their being the, the genuine representation of who they are, because we're all different, we're all different combinations, being magnificent. And once you get it, once we understand it, then we know how to work with it. And once we know how to work with it, 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 it helps our lives improve significantly and everyone around us. Our right, relationships, yeah. If my life improves, the way I interact with other people shifts. And I love the relationships part. We have a healthy relationships curriculum, which sounds kind of boring to most people. Healthy relationships, yeah, ho-hum. So. But I have to tell you, most of the people who have done this class or have sat with me or have done this are absolutely blown away by how effective it is. Because it it is a gentle, easy navigational tool, and we have a workbook, and we have a healthy relationships, building healthiest relationships. April 5th um, in Seattle, we have our next uh, uh, workshop. So uh, www.vastinstitute.com. Uh, really excited about that. But when, when is that? That's April 5th. Okay. In Seattle, our healthiest, building the healthiest of relationships workshop. Okay, so between now and then, say somebody, because you've mentioned the uh, a taste of original, uh, you know, original thinking is the name of your newsletter. Uh -huh. uh, if someone who wasn't already, I'm already getting it, but if somebody who wasn't already getting uh, the newsletter, how would they go about doing that? 
Well, they can go to our website, www.mastinstitute, right, and go to the bottom of any page because our IT people are absolutely genius. And it says newsletter at the bottom and, and on any page. So take a look around and enjoy. We have classes, we have online, we have blogs, we have inspirational um peace on earth, uh, inspirational, um, pieces. And really, uh, there's something there for everyone. And we're in the process of, of doing our best to get quality illuminated content to, uh, as many lovely human beings as possible. <laughs> we love, we love humankind and we want to see it. We want to expedite the illumination of humankind through kindness, gentleness, pa- that kind of power, that kind of gentle power, right use of personal power is enormously influential in ways that I would love to share and discuss with other like-minded folk. Masterpiece you know, of Humanity class. <laughs> uh, what a lot of people don't know this about me, uh, you know it about me, but I don't um, invite people on as guests if I'm not interested in what they're doing. Now, of course, I'm one of those people I'm interested in everything. But uh, the fact is, uh, I'm going to say this again, I said it earlier, but I, I support what the Vast Institute is doing to make this shift in humanity, you know, one one heart, one soul at a time and two, well, or groups of souls, you know, <laughs> but, but um, yeah. you know, I, I think that what you're doing and, and, and there's, you know, there's many paths for many people. But I think that uh, you've created something really that's in service to humanity. Well, the thing is, what I found, Susan, is first of all, just for clarification, we do, uh, we definitely do mentoring, one-on-one um, coaching. But we most certainly do group work. We do a lot of corporate work, and we also uh, do keynotes. So, with that in mind, and um, for our curriculum, the point is when. People understand that they can be themselves, be be authentic, be lovable, and be effective in the world. Their lives change. Their level of self-trust shifts. Their personal coherence kicks in. Their ability to move up in their generosity and caring about their neighbors and their people, you know, they move out of survival. We go up the Maslow's hierarchy. It's human nature. So when people are feeling like they have a place and they belong and who they are is, is magnificent, something changes for people. It's alchemical. It's alchemical healing. And that's uh, the basis. That's the first uh, class in the Masterpiece of Humanity series. It's called the self, the alchemy of self-wisdom. Because what we found is that people all of a sudden, uh, they trusted themselves in a whole new way. And yes. their entire life changed yeah. as a result for the better. Absolutely. You know, it isn't just loving yourself. It's having faith in who you are. And um, for me, it's like allowing it to happen. Yes. And and healing the, you know, we were talking earlier in your uh, discussions about political matters. Because um, the truth is that there are good people everywhere. And then Absolutely. there are people who are not wishing the best for all everywhere. I mean, not, there aren't a lot of them, but they're out there. In every group, every circle, there's both types of folk and everything in between. 
the thing is, when you understand about consciousness and you understand who you are and you understand your value system and you understand how to be in integrity and be authentic, we call it authenticity, and how to use that to be truly optimistic, then you feel that you have optimism about your future and the future of humankind. And when you have optimism about your future and the future of humankind, things the solutions change, the outcomes change. That is why we are dedicated to this. We know that this will make a huge positive contribution to the already magnificent work that's being done by many others. But Masterpiece of Humanity is truly about claiming your place as a masterpiece of humanity and being that rock that drops in the pond and sends out the ripples that inspire and encourage. And right now we really could use that. People are sad and confused right now and they could certainly use this type of um stability absolutely that we're good and we will make it and we are worth every bit of optimism absolutely we've got about a minute left um i have this goes so fast and uh i i think we've said a tremendous amount about vast institute and thank you susan you know the good news is that next week, uh, the segment, A Taste of Original Thinking, will begin. That's going to be a monthly segment. Uh, it's going to be a wonderful show next week because we're going to have Michelle on with a pre-record. But uh, we're also going to have Cheryl Hopkins, who will be talking about the astrology. But she's going to do that live. And I, of course, am going to be talking about some of our uh, historical moments and whatever else uh, pops in. Uh, there's so much, there's things happening with uh, extraterrestrial beings. Uh, there are things happening with uh, the beings that live in the center of our earth. Uh, there are things happening with humanity. Once you understand that there's a light network between every human being on this planet, and if you really think about it, with all other species and all other plants and vegetables and uh, stones, then you understand how beautiful this world truly is. Mm. Uh, thank you, Michelle Sherman, a hum- beautiful human being and one of my dear friends. Thank you. I, I very much appreciate what you're doing, Susan. Eric, thank you. It's a bit, God bless all of us. Yeah. <laughs> every God single one us, of us everyone. on this planet. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, my friends, until we meet again, there is one thing I might, will ask you to do, and that is to keep on dancing. Are you ready to take your healing mastery to the next level? The VAST Institute Masterpiece of Humanity Certification Program will develop your personal and professional toolkit while enriching your approach to life, taking both you and your clients to the next level. Enrollment is now open for our March 20th program. Mention this ad for a professional courtesy discount. If you're an original thinker looking to significantly amplify your presence and influence for good, apply today at vastinstitute.com or call 206-935-7877. 72.